hustling really stupid and everybody hates them for it, this is it. I have such sights to show you. Welcome back to the Horny Horror Hour. It's Zach, your host, and it feels damn good to be recording again, doesn't it, guys? It It sure does. Excellent. Because this past month, uh, we've been off. We didn't really actually take off at all. We've updated a lot of stuff, worked on making this podcast hornier, more horrific, and tastier, of course. So the next 50 episodes make you as educated about horror as possible. Because we're not here for the laughs. Those just come extra. That's what I'm here for. We're not some name-stealing, soul-sucking comedians. Okay. Our goal <laughs> is making ourselves and our audience well-informed horror fans. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. So now that I'm already sweaty, because yes, although we soundproofed the room in our recording studio, we did not install an AC unit. Nope. Hot as fucking here. Because you guys don't want to hear an AC unit just bumbling around the whole episode, because that's going to be loud. That's you know? true. What you want to hear is that this week, July 4th, road trip, coke-filled, summer fun, horror flick, because we're covering, drum roll, please. <laughs> Maximum Overdrive. Ooh, ooh. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> and this 1986 classic, best known for not being super well known. Yeah. Or super well made. So let's get this sticky, moist, soggy episode started. I don't like that. Sweating. Kicking gross. it to our sexy co host, starting with Ash. Uh, how are you? And in keeping consistent with the summer theme, uh, what's your favorite popsicle flavor? I am doing. Fan-fucking-tastic is vagina popsicle flavor that I can choose from. No? Mm-hmm. It yes. can be, and if it is... Like pineapple Sign vagina. Sign me up. Ooh, pineapple, yeah. Oh, my God. Pineapple, like, yeah, you get your a, mouth at it. No, 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 no. You're supposed to eat pineapple to okay. make it taste I really that was just cute for and sweet. Oh, it's, yeah. No, it's not. Is it not. getting too horny already? I think it, we're I'm sorry, there. guys. I have no, not... No, it's both. I have been edging myself all for the whole month. month. Yeah, just waiting for this. No this. horror movies and no horny movies. And horror. now I'm super horny and super into horror. Well, let me tell you. Pineapple, vagina, popsicle. I think the vagina, the pineapple making a vagina Says tastes good. the girl who's been out of the game for a while. Oh, wow. That's okay, true. maybe I'll try it. How's, how's your game been? You've been gone a while, too. Uh, my game's been so dry, to be honest. It's okay, though. You know, single woman, whatever. Mm-hmm. Strong, but, independent woman. Yeah, strong and independent. And I'm turning 30 this month. Woo-woo. Oh, so, us. I wanted to ask you guys. What do you think I should do for my birthday? Do you think house party or do you think going out to bars with a bunch of people? Maybe I got on you one better. What? Real escape rooms. I've been learning about these online. Hold on. What? They're real? Real escape rooms. No, you, thank you. You put gasoline, you line Stop. your house with it, oh and then you light God, on God. fire, and you have all your friends over first. Do they know about it? No, it's a real escape room. You have 30 seconds to figure out how everyone's going to get out. Okay. That may be the best idea. I don't know. Maybe. But Zach did say your house, so it's kind of like one and done. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't want to do that Someone to my house, house or yeah. your house. I'm not crazy about it. I don't know if our insurance would cover it. Okay, we'll go to Zach's house. Apartment yeah. complexes are great for that, too. You got okay. a bunch of other people that have to start playing the game immediately as well. Let me ask you, though. I like to be able to escape and ghost at any point. What's easier for you to escape and ghost at? You know I'm always the last one awake at a party. Fair. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, go to bars and be seen. I'm a single girl or have a bunch of people over at Ash's house for a party. I don't know. Mine's down now. They're kind of over the hill. I think you should just rest. Oh. (laughs) Rest? Yeah. Yeah. Rest up. Maybe we'll just have a night in. 
by myself and watch Golden Girls. <laughs> what <laughs> popsicle flavor? Uh, strawberry Snail Trail. Whoa. Ooh, that's, some, that's very period creative. <laughs> yeah. Rainbow okay. Kiss. I'm okay. fine with that. Oh, man. Strawberry and, uh, Snail Trail. Grab a Satan. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. I've already kind of explained my experience, but my the personal edging. flavor. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I'm super horny. That's fine. Um, My flavor would be blood. I like to keep it simple. Medley. Perfect. I, I did ask for that at King of Pops recently. I think I got strawberry because oh. the flavors are if you visually... I, I think that we just had a miscommunication. Very similar. Mm. Yeah. Well, I would go with ashtray surprise myself. Mm. Is that like a That's YouTube kind of thing? No, no he just, like smokes cigarettes. You know, you get okay. the little bit, the real bits of filter in it too. Mm, you yeah. know, you kind of lick on that for a second. That's but great. Let's, let's just get into it from now uh, by laying out the synopsis for you really briefly. And I really do mean briefly because this movie, Maximum Overdrive, is not very complex. We're going to start with a comet that hits Earth and just off the bat drains itself in the snail trail all over the planet. And all of a sudden, every machine and mechanism on Earth gains consciousness and begins to wipe out humanity. Um, I was thinking throughout the whole time, it's almost like if it was like Terminator 1.5. Yeah. Fair. Like you never actually get to see in Terminator what's going on in the in-between. Right. It's like the comet nutted on all the machines and now they're With they're a bad alive. CGI green thing all over they the earth. Reminded this their is own. true, yeah. Um, so now you have big rigs, mowers, appliances, just fucking shit up. Now cue to our specific local plot at the big Dixie truck stop where our main characters are trapped by a team of big rigs that force the inhabitants to eventually begin pumping gas for them. That uh, part this was wild. That yeah. was a weird turn. I'd be like, it was. no, okay. not happening. And this struggle leads to uh, an inevitable human escape on a sailboat to a machine-free island called Haven mm -hmm. and happy ending. And through the closing credits, we see something even more ridiculous. We learn that the nearby UFO was purportedly shot down by a Russian weather satellite that was equipped with laser That is the weirdest beams. ending thing that I've ever seen yeah, in a, a horror fishy. movie. It's, it's a bit immediate. Yeah. And um, not necessary at all. No. Not so at all. No. Didn't need it. Did not need They could have just wrote out the comment. Yeah. I was literally paused on that screen trying to like decipher like they what late. Especially what? with the quotes around weather satellite. I'm yeah. like, why you gotta do that? Is this like part of a bigger universe? Is You're there another movie that complex. Yeah, what? Uh, Will I miss anything with the plot other than the No, that's uh -uh. absolutely it. You got it's it. just confusing as fuck at the end. Yeah, and as for the genre, surface level, it's pretty easy. This movie's a black comedy, horror action, with a little bit of sci-fi in it, and... Uh, a whole lot of rock and fucking roll. Oh, Ooh, yeah. We'll get to that, but it's a whole lot of fucking rock and roll. And the black comedy elements in this really don't give to being a parody or being a spoof movie like Scary Movie or Shaun of the Dead, but it does pack a lot of great comic relief throughout with some really shitty acting. This oh, is yeah. absolutely true. Curtis. Oh, my God. And hear me out. Did you guys think this movie reminds you of anything like 1990s Tremors? Yes. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever watched Tremors. Oh, Jesus. We're going to have to watch it at some point. But He's wearing a Braves hat in Tremors. Hawks hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hawks hat. But yeah. with Tremors, you got the campy action feel combined with the same getting stuck in a building. And, of course, being trapped by a non-human monster that wants nothing else to kill. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty similar, except mm -hmm. it came out four years after the fact. So, really quick... Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Tremors. You probably get the point. Underground worms are infesting the grounds. Would you guys rather be in a Tremors scenario or Maximum Overdrive scenario? Maximum Overdrive. Tremors. Ooh. Give me that worm. Ah, what? I see. Maximum yeah. Overdrive. She likes tequila. Maximum Overdrive because eventually you can get away from machines. Yes. Like, eventually you can get away from machines. Have you seen earthworms on the ground after a rain? Oh, 
What does that have to do what with that what? Have to do with me choosing maximum I'm just overdrive. saying, I, I could train an earthworm no, and can't. I could ride his back. Stop. And we, we could take, we could take work, the land. But yes. No. Can you see me like with the saddle on this like fucking earthworm? Like, yes. I'm thinking also a little. It's, all, it's a little hot. I know. Yeah, it's good. We can arrange those. There's big enough snakes that you can ride. I just don't think you're going to want to do it when we oh, actually buy the bow constrictor and get it over here and fatten it up with a bunch of pigs and small babies. You know what? I'm sticking to tremors, so. That's fine. That's fine. Have so fun looks in your like universe. Tremors <laughs> won out with the, uh, well, actually, two to two. It's a tie game. It's fine. The director actually called this movie a moron film. I think he was pretty spot on. Absolutely with his, true. With style. I uh, love how astute Stephen King is in all of his novels, and when he insults his own shit, he uses this like the most base terminology. This is a moron film. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not because I don't. I just like this movie, but it's just the same crap for me as like a lot of other quirky comedic '80s horror movies, like Reanimator Motel. or Motel Hell or An American Werewolf. Like mm-hmm. they yeah. all have a tinge of humor to them. They're just I felt they're a little bo- Gremlins like too. That too, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, but they're a lot like better than this it, movie. Yeah. Better, oh, yeah. come on now! I don't know. I'm what? Saying. I don't know. I really like this movie. That's no, fair. I like it too. It's just silly. Yeah, it's it very is silly. silly. And where did all this campiness come from? Um, what was the inspiration for this movie? Cocaine. Well, sure, <laughs> but um, this actually came from Stephen King's short story called Trucks. Not very original name. He wrote it when he was five. Silly title. In 1973 issue of Cavalier magazine, which I can only imagine is a trucker magazine, hopefully. Cavalier. And uh, in this version, get this, the story ends with no one escaping and them actually perpetually pumping gas for these monsters until they die, which is actually kind of cool. Now that sounds way better to me. I agree. That was the scariest part of the movie when they were like enslaved. That was like, that was dark. Yeah. That was some dark shit. Almost as dark time. as his like broom reference, which I was like, "Wait, how oh, is this God, like brooms?" Jesus Christ, we'll get to that. that yeah, shit was that's wild. fine. Oddly enough, the same plot from Trucks was used in 1997, entitled "What Else?" TV movie called Trucks. So wait, they did hmm. an adaptation for TV? Yeah, but it, it it's not very good. It was not called as good Trucks. As, is it better than? You know? You're saying it's it's shittier than this movie. I was saying that I couldn't <laughs> find it to watch it. And that I've heard that it makes this movie look like The Godfather. Fuck yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I want to see. Well, let's get to the writer and director of this film, which is the legendary horror supernatural fantasy writer, Mr. Stephen King. And we tried to make this a surprise. But Scrab was saying, you know, you came out early with out of the gate. Well, premature. I noticed that you weren't saying it. It was driving me crazy uh, that we weren't talking about it. But you also said earlier that you're edging yourself, so I'm sure it just couldn't come. This is true. Well, I did have to watch this movie, so it's been... It's been a struggle. Yeah. So while tons of his books and shorts were made into movies, Maximum Overdrive was his only directorial (laughs) achievement. Even though it was a flop, King saw it as a learning experience. And that lesson being he should probably never direct movies ever again. Yeah. Somebody asked him, they're like, why haven't you directed anything since Maximum Overdrive? And he said, have you seen Maximum Overdrive? (laughs) That shit's so funny. I was talking about that today. Yeah. In his defense, like we mentioned earlier, he definitely was coked out of his mind, had a little bit of a problem with that. Um, Who hasn't? Yeah. And half the time he didn't know what was going on. What I think is funny is that all of the adaptations of his work, this is the one he deems is the worst. The one that he directs, he thinks is the worst adaptation. Well, that's some artist Fair. shit. That's like some self-critiquing, like, because there are some movies that came out that have adapted from Stephen King's novels that are pure dog shit. Worse than this? 
I would say so. I actually enjoy this movie, and there's a lot of like TV series I'll take and that, yeah. like no, other weird fair. stuff that comes out that just isn't done well. I do think it's well. a miss of a mix of like self-deprecation, but yeah. I also think he realized that this didn't turn out the way that he intended it. I'm sure too. it didn't. I heard Christine was pretty terrible too, the one about the car, but have I've you, never seen that. Have one. you guys seen that? No. I, I liked Christine. Yeah, really. But I'm also a really big fan of red cars. Yeah. Is that um, a thing? So <laughs> no. there's a lot to be said about Stephen King, but I kind of want to save that for another day when we actually talk about one of the adaptations of his novels that's worthy oh, let's move on to the cast and we can start with our hero billy robinson i don't know where that voice came from but it felt fitting oh he's a heartthrob yeah, yeah. he looks good in this movie emilio estevez i don't i don't think i've seen him not old yeah. Well, Whatever. Have you never seen Breakfast Club? Yeah. I was oh, going to say, Estevez right. was a hot young actor at this point. This he had true. just done Repo Man, Breakfast Club, and The Outsiders. Oh, Breakfast Club to this? Yeah. Well, it's weird that, like like they said in Breakfast Club, that he would get into crime, and then all of a sudden he'd be, you know, on parole working same at universe. a gas you station. Same, yeah. Breakfast Club is the same universe as Maximum Overdrive. Yep. We know this is true. Yeah. Yep. But what's funny is that he wasn't King's uh, number one choice. Any guesses on who that actually might be? I know. Oh, no. I also know. All right. It was it? a... So King really wanted Bruce Springsteen. Like, what's up with that? Okay. That's a crazy... That's a weird yeah. thing. It that's, is weird. That's someone listening to Bruce Springsteen and writing this on cocaine thinking, that's I literally this guy. Him. I what, can get him. Looking at, like, quotes and, like, things that, like, wanted to be in the movie or, like, on the cutting room floor... That's where I can see where he was on yeah. coke. Like, yeah. That's a coke idea. That's an yeah. erratic behavior. To think that you could get Bruce Springsteen, but also like the even the or crazier. Or that was a good fit. Yeah, yeah. At, not at all. at all. But also, so the executive producer, Dino De Laurentiis, he apparently was like, no, dude, I don't even know who the fuck that is. Let's just get Emilio Estevez because I know him. Isn't that crazy? He was like, yeah. I don't know who that well, is. Well, he's like an Italian dude. Okay, fair. fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Jersey, I don't know. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I love Estevez, but his lines were absurdly cheesy in oh, this terrible. film. Oh, terrible. Oh, my God. Half the time when he was talking about, like, brooms and life, I had no idea what the fuck yeah. he was trying to I wrote say. That was down. Wild. I was watching, I was like, you talk about brooms and then how it's... Is that uh, like, like some Zach, type we of... We rewinded that a couple times. So we're like, wait, what about the broom? It's it kind of was... like brooms. Yeah. Like, uh, I get, like, the aliens are killing us. Whatever. Great. Don't need all that. Also, don't try to make this movie more serious than it actually Honestly, is. Honestly, yeah. Like, you see the material on. you have. Don't yeah. throw that in there. Yeah. Anyway, so alongside Estevez, we have our leading badass lady, Brett. I love her. I know. She's so, so cute. Cool. Played by Laura Harrington. Probably the only movie you guys might recognize her from is the sister of Gilbert in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Oh. I read Gilbert. that. Gilbert. Interesting side note, King wanted her to be super androgynous and tomboy, hence the name Brett, Yeah. and her weird Indiana Jones-looking hitchhiker's clothes. She's hot, though. I she loved was. it. She was so yeah. good. However, the producer you're talking about, Dino, um, was like not having that shit at all. He no looked at her one day in her pants after like filming and was like, you're not wearing fucking pants anymore on this movie oh my god i know it was like really weird about it and you know the rest of the movie she was wearing short shorts or a skirt which lame. i think is lame because she stupid. looked super fucking cute yeah. in her little indiana jones yeah. outfit but whatever but if you could wear shorts and when it's that hot outside no shit practically probably would 
Yeah, but it I'm looked, just saying, like, the point is, yeah, no, I don't know. It boy. looked real fucking hot. Yeah. yeah. Um, the last character we have to talk about is newlywed Connie, played by Yeardley Smith. What's the husband's name? Uh, Curtis. Curtis. With a, Curtis. With a C. Yeah. Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, he would be with a C. She was a funny loser. character, I've got to say. Yeah, she's good. And if her voice sounds familiar, it should. She does the voice for Lisa Simpson on the TV show. The Simpsons. That's pretty good. And what's crazy about that is that um, Brett, the character we were just talking about, the tomboy, actually used the term eat my shorts in this movie before Bart Simpson actually used that. Yes. So it, it comes to this question of where did eat my shorts come from? Because she didn't say that. Brett did. And maybe then it was used in the show. Maybe Lisa picked it up after this. And yeah, was like had using to it. have. Yeah. Or wait, so. did this start before The Simpsons? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Simpsons okay. started in 1989, I believe. Oh, okay. Could I be hope, wrong. I hope That's she's really getting royalties funny. on that. Eat my shorts. Yeah. Yeah, just from this That's one line, phrase. Yeah. And Crazy. The Simpsons eventually did do an episode called Maximum Homer Drive what? with like a similar plot, too. That's awesome. That's funny. Um, what's interesting about Yearly is in The Simpsons, they initially wanted her to be Bart, but they were really? like, Your voice is too high and girly, which is funny because they gave Bart's voice to another female, but yeah, whatever. whatever. I also read a few places that she was pretty embarrassed about working on Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> Lame. I would but be too. I didn't really find any quotes to back that up or like any actual like, you know. But she's saying that makes me believe it. I don't think yeah. you need to, to but, cite that. But she did say that it was a truly dreadful film, but she had a great part in it, which I think is fair. Fair. Like she did have a huge part in this film and she was a really big comedic relief. Mm-hmm. So. That's for sure. Okay, Yardley. Um, I just hate that nobody, like none of the actors, nobody that had a part in this film, like everybody thinks it's total shit. I'm like, I really liked it. I hate that no one can appreciate that it's, I mean, it's it's a B movie. It's just kind of great. I don't think that was the intention. but yeah. I think they were all just shooting for something greater since they had Stephen King. Yeah. I mean, they're all really young and they're like, I'm trying to build my resume and this movie wasn't part of building a resume for nope. them. But they still all were pretty successful. So yeah. get the fuck over it. Now, even though King was not in his best headspace on the set, I personally couldn't find any interviews or quotes from cast that said anything too negative about him or his behavior. Most of the cast described him as a little childlike in an inquisitive or like a let me show you my toy kind of way and a bit eccentric. Yeah, so the only I didn't I didn't really read anything. Nobody said they're like he was using coke on set. I had no idea. That's what I read from a couple people, but they did say like he would start drinking, like he'd be drunk at like six thirty in the morning, and they Jesus. said like by oh eight thirty he'd be on like beer ten. Holy fuck! So, Sounds fun. Yeah, he was get a little crazy. Um, but going back to like you saying he's a little eccentric, he was a big fan of ACDC, and when he met them, he asked them to do the movie. Um, he asked them to actually be in the movie and do the music for it. And they were like, we don't want to act. We're not actors. We're not going to do that. Fair. And they initially said no to doing the album, but he sang, Stephen King sang for them, from start to finish, ain't no fun waiting around to be a millionaire. Oh, and they were like yeah. laughing and like, you know what? Fuck it, man. If you're such a big fan, we'll, like, we'll let you use our music for your movie. I also heard that ACDC used a lot of uh, previously unreleased uh, versions of tracks, like You Shook Me All Night Long as a raw track that had never been released before for this movie. Really? Oh, fun. And because they used so many ACDC tracks on this movie, when they released the soundtrack, a lot of people, uh, when they released it, titled it ACDC Greatest Hits right. by accident because they, they didn't 
nose for like this maximum really? overdrive, not big movie. That's crazy. And only some of the copies had maximum overdrive even on it. It's going to be like funny. a collector's edition now. Definitely. It, yeah. I think it was called like Who Made Who and like I knew the Who song and like I've heard of the album too, but I totally never fucking put it together with yeah. Maximum Overdrive. We I'm, made you. You can't do yeah. this. We made you. That was my Crazy favorite fucking, fucking kill scene. Oh my ever. god. Oh, yeah. Get Thank you. Her out of here. Wanda. Yeah. Yeah, so um, in addition to the awesome fucking music in this movie, I think the special effects are pretty awesome as well. They were so mm-hmm. Yeah, they were great. They were saving grace for me. Honestly, yeah. yes. If you agree with me and you like this stuff, so if you if you like the blood and gore, Jeff Frank is your guy. He was in charge of that part of it. He's done Dante's Peak, G.I. Jane. Yes. That one too. Um, Almost Dodd. That's a good That's movie. That's a bit yeah. It's okay. sad, but it's good. Uh, they it's made special it look, effects? Yeah. I guess so, yeah. Huh. Um, Stephen, Stephen Gaelic, he was in charge of the explosions because there were a fucking ton. There Zach, was how many a lot. fucking explosions do we have? There's I a mean, lot for this one. We had at least 10 explosions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they is, were good ones. We so. counted them as yeah. about 10. Since we've been counting in movies, this is by far the, the most. The oh, most. yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is true. Nothing most, compares. This is like Michael Bay level explosion. Yes. Yeah. So Stephen Gaelic was in charge of explosions. He also worked on the original Blade Runner. Oh, Ooh, neat. Yep. That's cool. Also, Transformers and Face Off. Nice. All pretty good movies. Uh, so I wanted to tell you guys about, you know the scene when the steamroller runs over the kid on the baseball field? One of my favorites. Real quick before that, the soda can to the head scene yes! was so good. That's yes! when I knew this movie was like, oh my God, this movie has yeah. gore in it? What the fuck? Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that, that movie yeah. kind of gets, or that part kind of gets your attention. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that made me sit up a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. The up. soda can fucking dents yes. his head with the blood. And then the steamroller. But what yeah. happened with that? So the steamroller, what happened was in the movie, so they put a blood bag next to the dummy's head for the steamroller to roll over, but it exploded the wrong way. So it looked like the kid's head exploded like a fucking grape. God, that's so cool. Beautiful. But it didn't. King loved it, but the producers did not want to keep it. They're like, no. The studio you know said, what, absolutely Dana, not. Fuck off. Well, it would have been given an X rating. Uh, so what it was supposed to do was explode the right way. And kind of what we saw in the movie is like a printing press effect where it's uh, just like blood, you know, kind of flattened on the grass. I not was that researching exciting. that and apparently there is like a cut of that with the explosion in it somewhere. Like that's there's a great. VHS oh, version that was released, but I gotta no one find can like, it. that's my thing. That's gotta my, find it. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. Each movie, there's like a secret cut that we each want. This is the one that I want for this movie. Oh, a horny yeah. horror hour cut. Yes. Mm-hmm. We could do our own like criterion collection. Like we re-release <gasps> movies, but we have the, the like extended cuts. original cut and we have our own like branding on it. Oh yeah. We could, I'm into that. Like, we could be rich. I'm sorry, yeah. Misery. I don't want you to do that with his likes. I want you to do what you're originally going to do. Yes. yes. All the stuff we want to oh see. God, yeah. All the time. And if you see that stamp, you know you're getting the scariest, the realest shit. Yes. In 20 years, this will all be in your living room. Yeah. This is true. Right yeah. I mean, this is the, the beginnings of it. I mean, we're pitching it soon. So, considering this movie is about a bunch of machines going after people kind of ironic that they had a couple accents on set oh no uh, oh yeah. my god tell me all right so the first one the big one um there you remember the there's like the lawnmower when the kid is driving through the neighborhood oh, how could you forget that right yeah. yeah so the the motorized machine motorized machine the fucking lawnmower <laughs> it was <laughs> it was radio controlled um but it had been tinkered with so that it would go faster than normal you know just for the movie for it to look better um, so they jerry-rigged a uh, lawnmower. Yeah, to that go faster. Go wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course not. <laughs> right? So they had it set, they had it propped up on like a wedge of wood. 
um, but it kind of got out of control and the lawnmower went over the wedge of wood, split the wood, and uh, one of the splinters from it fucking shot off into Armando Nanuzzi's eye. He was the director of photography. <gasps> Jesus Christ. What the People fuck? said it was fucking disgusting. Oh that my sucks God. Yeah. so bad. He had they to, got that on camera. No shit. Um, so he had to be he had to be helicoptered out of offset. What? Yeah, poor guy only spoke Italian, so he's like in this fucking North Carolina being helicoptered out of a set. Yeah, like one of the guys talks about like being in the copter with him, like holding his hand, and the guy was just like, I don't know English, please hold my hand. I'm so oh scared. My God. That sucks. I know. So wait, and did he lose an eye? They had a surgery, and then he came back two weeks later, and they thought they were gonna be able to keep it, but no. Uh, he so came back to set. He came back to set. What a boss! They said for the, that shit movie yeah. too. Yeah, but they said actually like the vibe on set was still pretty like positive, even despite what, what happened. What the fuck? If yeah. I'm not mistaken, uh, the, with the lawnmower, mm. they kept a real blade in there, and yes. someone told Stephen King like Armando told him. Oh my fucking yes. god! The guy who loses his eye says, yes. "Hey, we should take that blade out of there." He's like, "Nah, dude. Nah, that's good." good. Oh That's God. ridiculous. I wonder if Stephen King's still paying him for his um, eyes. He sued him. They settled out of court, but uh, Nanusi sued him and some other people that were working on the movie for $18 million. Did he get it? Yeah, so I mean, they settled out of court. court. So I don't know for knows. how much, but... That's I'd pay that for I would. Eyeball. I would take my eyeball right fucking now with a spoon for eighteen million. But that's yeah. how he makes Agreed. his money. He's that's his right eye. Like oh eighteen God, million awful. dollars. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, million. Yeah, but that's a body part. Money. You're good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's a body part. Plus, though. eye patches are hot. I'd give it to him. I mean, yes. eye for an eye. Yeah, <laughs> makes the sure, whole yeah. world blind. So what's even crazier is there was another accident on oh, set no. oh my God. His other with eye. an ice cream truck. Uh, what? You know, the, oh, like the road the ice, ice cream truck. truck. That yeah. was a cool one. Yeah. So they wanted it. So in one of the scenes, it's, it flips end over end. So to do this, they put a big telephone pole sized piece of wood on the inside so that it would flip end over end the way they wanted it to. So when they did the stunt, it only flipped once onto the roof of the ice cream truck. Oh, shit. So the fucking pole shot out the back. Holy fuck. And the cameraman was right in the fucking line of fire. And at the last second, one of the guys who was working the dolly grip pulled him out of the way. It was Emilio probably. Oh, my no, it was God. A, <laughs> I'm like, did he die? It was this guy, and his name is, this is not a joke, his name is Gene Poole. Oh no. no! And to, oh, to commemorate him, what they did was when Emilio Wait, commemorate him is he dead? No, no, no! But like to honor him okay. for like saving okay, that guy's okay, life. Okay. In the movie, when Emilio Estevez is like putting his time card up, if he's like looking down the list of <gasps> I saw the Gene Pool. Gene Pool. Yes, that's, him. that's crazy. So that, Not that a fake name. Nod. That's hilarious. Yeah, kind of a small nod for some for saving someone's life, but perhaps they didn't have I the money to do more. something. Yeah, I'd be grand. like, you can pay me. Yeah, I'll take I'll, some money. I'll Thanks. take a little pay increase. No big deal. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, they had a lot of fucking money for this movie. This really? Movie, the budget was estimated ten million. What? Wow. Yeah, which. It's a lot of, I mean, I guess if you look at the explosions and yeah. shit like that, the big rigs and all yeah. this shit, that's a lot of money though. Yeah. ACDC. Yeah. ACDC. Okay, and that's ACDC, probably yeah. where half their budget went. This is true. This is absolutely true. So they put 10 million into it and opening weekend, they got about 3 million oh. and Ooh. only got gross in total in the US about 7 million. Yeah. That makes so, me sad. Yeah. I mean, at, at the time, like movie wasn't great they just Damn. look back and go good times <laughs> yeah exactly Still uh, do. where was it filmed yeah this this 
movie you can tell it's got that rural yeehaw vibe i was watching oh, it like I, I was trying to figure out where like these people were supposed to be from and i couldn't it could totally be georgia right i was, I was, thinking, georgia thinking, I was sitting in my Texas? hot ass fucking room like looking at this highway like oh my god it's like here like yeah. i feel it like it's on 75 or something but it's actually on highway 17 in north carolina is where the truck stop is okay and the north carolina wilmington area is where they filmed that wilmington i was trying to find online whether it was an actual truck stop or whether it's not but there i saw that yeah they actually built the truck stop and it was so accurate that trucks started pulling in while they were filming yes that's absolutely true yeah Yeah. that's where they filmed dawson's creek side note is that the truck stop (laughs) wilmington north carolina (laughs) okay at the dixie boy just saying but all in all, honestly, they paid a lot of money for this movie, and I really don't think it was worth it in the end as far as how the critics perceived it. No ROI. I'd be right, guys. I'd, I'd like you all to guess just how much critics like this movie. I would say not. I would you, say they did not like it. You are correct. I mean, it's funny, though. I loved it. I liked it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this is just to start you off. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 17%. What? Out of is that, 17? Is that critic? Out of 100. Ooh. Oh my Holy God. Holy shit. IMDb gave it 5.4 out of 10. That's not Ooh. too That's bad. That's not bad. That's better. That's okay. Um, but I actually could not find one good review for this movie. No. The best I could find was like a mixed review. It, it was all like underhanded, like just calling it a piece of shit. It's like people yeah. want to give Stephen King the benefit of the doubt, but they're like, really, man, you're not giving me much to work with. Yeah, right? true. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite reviews started off with maximum crap. <laughs> like, yeah, maximum okay. crap is a great tagline for this movie. Yeah, it was a it was so it was nominated for two Razzies, one for worst director Stephen King, one for worst Ooh. actor Emilio Estevez. Nice, Yikes. poor Emilio. Uh, the so, broom talk. That's broom what talk, did it. Yeah. That, that made no sense. Um, so King himself says it's the worst adaptation of his work. Like we said, he also said while doing press for the fucking movie, he described it as a moron movie. Like you said, like Splash, he said you check your brains at the box office and you come out 96 minutes later and you pick them up again. Probably Jesus. shouldn't say that about your movie. No, nope. no shit, right? Like while yeah. doing a press release on I it. I think if you were, if they went into making the movie with that mindset, much better than then that would be better than trying yeah. to like clean up the pieces of a movie they tried to make serious. Literally yeah. cleaning up the pieces after. Some yeah. people. So remember how I told you how he wanted Bruce Springsteen to be the lead at real? Yeah. Some people think, or one person, at least one person, said like that he just didn't give a shit after that point. He was like, oh, well, I didn't give my fucking star. Oh. Yeah. That's absurd. I know. Like the movie would have been brilliant with fucking Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. In it. I, I can't even imagine. Well, I was about yeah. to say like, yeah, Bruce Springsteen with the ACDC soundtrack would have been absurd. That's like a fever weird. dream. Yeah. yeah, it would have been comic relief for days. Yeah. yeah. Really quick, I, I do have some really fun facts about Max Mojo that you guys want to hear, right? Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. The price for gas shown here just for all of us in 2018 was $1.08 for fuck's sake. Oh, man. I think I got gas the other day for like three forty. Yeah. So fuck me. Wait, fuck. what? Yeah, it cost me $55 to fill up the other day. The gas in the movie was $1.08 gallon. Uh, Incredible. Also, the trailer for the film uh, Maximum Overdrive used John Carpenter's theme for Halloween 3 Season yes. of the Witch, which is kind of scummy. I don't do. don't think they're supposed to. And uh, several, a lot of the delays for this movie uh, were due to the trucks breaking down because they were actually actual big rigs with remote controlled things in them. But once one would break so down, dangerous. they'd fixed it. <laughs> yeah. They'd have to fix another one because you have these things going around. So they just had to keep delaying because they'd fix one and one Ugh, would break down. What a nightmare. Okay. I think we've gotten all the random facts out and everything we can about this movie. Uh, Scribe was saying, can we actually finish and wrap everything up with some taglines? Yeah. Let's get these over with. Are they bad? 
They're not great the way looking he's looking at, them, at his face. I, I, yeah, oh I'm my not, god, I'm give them to me. Okay. I need it. So, first tagline Who made who? Who made who? 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 who made I don't hate it. Which is like, don't hate it. Don't hate it, but also, that's not yours. Yeah. That's not your thing. That's fair. Um, two, Stephen King's masterpiece of terror, wow. directed by the master himself. A little bloated. Yeah. A little bloated. A little bloated. A little big headed. <laughs> Imagine your worst nightmare. Okay. This and movie? Don't, whatever, <laughs> whatever you're imagining, just erase it because they're going to tell you what it is. Machines take over the world. Oh. So mm. I don't think. If you ask people to imagine their worst nightmare, and then you tell them what it and is, and then you tell them what it is, probably not a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. they it's were like, like, "I didn't even think about that." But thank you for adding yeah, to my stress. Yeah, thanks for adding. Now I've got an extra one. Yeah. yeah, my worst nightmare is taking a bunch of acid and going to the DMV. Oh my Ooh. god, that sounds, that sounds rough. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. That was so yeah, quick. Right. Well, I had a well, dream the... last night where I took a bunch of acid. Did you really? And I woke up and thought I was tripping, but I wasn't obviously because I don't have any acid, or I would have taken it before this episode. But like, that's wild. Jesus, that's a nightmare. Yeah. I had a dream right. I met Patton Oswalt. He's super yeah. nice. Yeah. I want to meet him. His wife died. Too. I'd bear hug I did him. hear about that. Yeah. She wrote a great book. She's dead now. We digress. Wow. We digress. I love you, Patton. Way to keep it sensitive, Zach. Come on the show, please. Always. As always. <laughs> uh, next one Evil's Wheels. <laughs> okay. What? It's just, they're just no. words. Evil's Wheels. Get out of here with they're that. They're just shit. words. Get out, get, they're keep just going. things that people say. Huh. And the last one we have The Day Horror Went Into Overdrive. Uh, Bar- uh nugget. not yeah. really. Yeah. A lot of these are just like trying to sell it as like it's uh, fucking scary. It's the scariest the, shit. I would like to say, have any of you seen Stephen King's actual the trailer that he did for this movie? No. He made a trailer what? for this movie. Okay. He made it seem hard. When you when you guys court. get a moment, please watch that. Okay. You could definitely tell he was fucking coked out of his mind. Okay, y'all, and keeping true to Maximum Overdrive and the theme today, we're going to talk about a question that we want everyone to answer that we gave us before, uh, and it is, aside from big rigs, airplanes, and cars, what machines or hiding places would be the most dangerous and why? And we have bonus points for thematically clever movie names for your situation. So in this case, we've got a bunch of trucks, we got a bunch of cars, we got all that good stuff. It's called Maximum Overdrive. That makes sense. It's overdrive. It's maximum. I mean, to the max, you know? Okay. Uh, I can go first. I don't know who wants to go first. I'll go Ash, first. Ash, you want to go first? Sure, why cool, not? Cool, go for it. Sticking to a shitty movie title, this would be called Carnival Catastrophe. I already whoa, love whoa, it. Whoa, oh. whoa, whoa, whoa. Wacky. All right, so imagine a really shitty carnival or amusement park. You're just describing every carnival and amusement park. This is absolutely true. That's what I'm saying. Well, some amusement parks are nice. Which one? Uh, Have you ever been to Harry Potter World like I'm about to go to? Cedar Point. Mm. Universal. Cedar Point is like the best in the world. I I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, but that's like the Hilton versus... Have you never been to Universal? Yes, I have, but that's like the Hilton versus okay. everything else. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All Fair. right, let's get back on track. Perhaps a Ferris wheel becomes unhinged and is plowing through a crowd of people. In Love turn, it. knocking over a funnel cake grill that spews hot grease all over the fatties waiting in line. Okay. Or, or, or could you imagine one of those scrambler rides that already has a little shit kid puking everywhere because oh, he yeah. ate too many funnel cakes? No. Yo, I can imagine it. This is, oh, this this is, is terrifying. Really good. Oh, I don't yeah. like okay. it. I'm just, okay. 
Or, or, or could you imagine a little shit kid who ate too many funnel cakes, who's vomiting all over the place on his scrambler ride, and all those little scrambler cars become unhitched and start hitting all the random ass cigarette smoking dirty clowns that are walking around? Like, Carnies. wouldn't that be great? That would, that would be, be pretty awesome. fucking wonderful. I mean, yeah. clearly with a little imagination, the opportunities for disaster in a carnival or a theme park are endless if oh. machines have minds of their own. And you're saying it's carnival catastrophe. Yeah. I like it. Carnival catastrophe. To help you out a little bit, if you want to go on LiveLeak right now, LiveLeak.com, everyone, you can look I've up carnival accidents and you just watch <gasps> some stuff come off the hinges. It's disgusting. Oh. That sounds terrifying. Hundreds of videos. What? Cool. Oh, yeah. I'm you, into it. Oh, guess what? You're in a slingshot. Oh, wait. Your crossbar came up. Let's watch a video of someone <gasps> realizing their crossbar came up. Oh, That's fuck scary. that. Oh. That's scary. I'm kind of ready. Okay, I'm never going. On that note, who wants to go next? It can be. It can be. Uh, I'm gonna go next because I can't. Mine's that up. mine's more safe. I did not go like fucking terror. I went like <laughs> if I am thinking. Okay, well, first of all, let me start off by saying this. If you see like random buttons are being pushed, let me say just one thing: nukes, dude. Nukes are gonna go off. Ooh. We're dead. It's true. Absolutely true. Wow. Now, in a world where that doesn't happen, you've got tanks. You got fucking drones, dude. How is this, this is less true. terrifying than amusement park? Okay, this but I'm not going into the. T I'm saying like how you can hide. Okay, so my idea is the mole's hole. Um, I think the safest place is underground. Okay. okay. Um, so I think, so obviously you can't use anything motorized. You'd have to use manual tools, but I believe you could avoid the path of most machines if you hide out underground. Now the ideal spot would be to dig through the floor of a grocery store, but you might need some tools for that. So if anything, next to a grocery store, a Walmart, um, so there are some mechanized things in there, but for the most part, you're pretty safe. At least if it's a grocery yeah, store. Yeah, because then you can dig a tunnel back to the yeah. store if you need food. That's great. Yeah, man. And see, the mole's hole could also be a bar because there's endless fucking booze in a grocery store. Shit, girl. So you just, however long the comet takes to go, you know, pass through its orbit. Five days. Five days, whatever. So you just go, you keep going up there to get some food. You got the drunk munchies. We got plenty of shit for you. <laughs> um, you got plenty of beer. You got plenty of wine. Um, yeah, I mean, you just sit there and hide out. If you want to be fucking blacked out for the entire time, you can. You just sleep underground in this dark hole and Damn. just wait. I'm so coming you, with you. Yeah. You guys are going to shovel manually, right? Whatever. We've got some people with us. Okay. That's what I mean. And it's we fair. can, you know, drink all the Red Bulls in the Kroger. That sounds like a fun hiding spot, but I will submit that I do see the machines doing some weird electrical shit where they knock one bottle of like Jaeger over and then some sparks hit it and yeah. then you're kind of done. Okay. Your whole bar, bar Maybe we put it a little bit away from there you go. where the grocery store is. We do need some. Yeah, maybe 0.25 miles away. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. That's fair. And since I'm critiquing, I'll, I'll go next. Okay. I, with my movie, which I'm naming Wet and Wild, mm. is going to be a I love very. That. Thank you. It's not going to be a situation or an area, but it is going to be one specific machine that is going and taking people out. Interesting. Families. And it is a car wash. Oh, <gasps> cool. Love it. So you get in that car wash, you're you're on the, the thing, you can't come off, it's got yeah. your wheel. Yeah, you're tracked Ooh, in. Like dragging that. you through. Claustrophobia. Claustrophobia, uh. you get the soap on there, uh. and then the you have, feel the like tentacle things beating on the, the, the windows and all that, so it's a little, a little scary already. And then you hear the water pressure hitting it, and then the pressure increases uh, and increases cracks the until window. it cracks uh, the windows. And then you've got the highly pressurized water 
cutting off people's faces. You've got the, drown. the super hot water boiling. Oh. You've got the little tentacle things beating the shit out of you. And guess what doesn't feel good when you have an open wound? It's this is soap. absolutely true. And broken glass. And broken mm. glass. Yes, yeah. it's great. So, But the best part is, because it's a car wash, the person behind you can't really see what's going on in there. Uh, if they're going if we, in. If we got an assembly line, you've got soap on your car. You can't see what's going on in the next car. Yikes. And then by the end of the car wash, maybe have some like machines working together, like a tractor or a tow truck, things like that, dragging the, the next car off and then Ugh. getting ready for the next family. Ooh. So, Ooh, it, you know, it'd be cool if like blood splatter, like they were the next people like halfway through and they saw like blood splatter all over their car. Oh, that yeah. is good. Ooh, yeah. And then Great. their windshield like, oh, wiper no! slowly tries to get the blood away. Cool. And there's no, I mean, you can't escape it once you're in there because you can't right. open the door and get out because you're nope. you're along for the ride. I'm into it. Yeah. Wet and Wild 2019. Wet and Wild. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, I don't know if I can beat any of these. Uh, mine's pretty simple. It's called Elevator Elation. Ooh, elevators elevator. are scary. And guess yeah. what? Naturally, they're yeah. scary. Elevators are already scary. Uh, see Tower of Terror. See okay. any uh, movie, The Devil, is also based on yes. elevator. Yes. Yeah. You yep. have the elevator as sentient as its own machine, but guess what? You're also in the elevator with a bunch of dildo salesmen that also happen to vape. So you have the vapes oh, going shit. off constantly. Oh, my God. And you've got dildos. Of fire. Oh, you have like creme brulee smoke. You got fucking like grandma's birthday cake. You got, oh I don't even God. know the fuck you guys smoke with your vapes. Digging but bullshit. you have a bunch of Natural smoke stuff. Flavor. And then all of a sudden, Ew. you got a bunch of dildos that are sentient. They're trying to make your way up your asshole <gasps> and an elevator is just no! bumping you up and down that's true that's uh -uh. scary uh, it's, it, it says elevator elation in the title but I can assure you it is nothing related to elation let me ask you guys this what is scarier the, the drop from an elevator or an elevator you stepping out of a, an elevator and it cutting you in half because it drops which is oh, worse Christ. I would say cutting the drop in half. for me Cutting in half. Cutting in half. No one wants to be cut in half. You oh, might survive and fall. Definitely the drop because if you're cut in half, you're dead. You wouldn't notice you're, it. Yeah. If you're cut at the waist, yeah, you're, dude, you're gonna live for a little but bit. Like, how are you gonna get stuck in there? You know yourself. Well, make the jump. Uh, you don't always make the jump when you're well, in an elevator. Well, if you think of it, gets between floors and you gotta climb up to yeah, get on there. Off. You know. I won't make Again. that. I, make, oh, I won't make that decision. Look up Live Leak elevators if you want no. some Hell great hair. No. Oh, no. no. Yeah. No, thank you. No. I know I what mean, I'm doing when I get home. I know, right? Yeah, Live Leak podcast. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, great answers, guys. Uh, but to answer the biggest question of the episode, what did we think of Maximum Overdrive? It was a movie. It was a movie, but um, we <laughs> want to get into the ratings. So as we started doing last season, we've begun to review movies with some horny horror hour metrics that we're excited to continue. So to catch up any new listeners, we grade all movies for 11 horror variables. Right, guys? True. And we have an overall grade as well and some other metrics that we do. So over time, we promise to release an episode where we're going to put all this data together and give you guys stuff like what was the horniest movie that we reviewed in the 80s? True. Or what was the average amount of kills that we did this season for movies we reviewed? So Honestly, we, I'm interested to see all this. Oh, that's what we want to do eventually. So when we're talking about these things, it's interesting for these individual episodes. But if you think about it in a grand scale, the more we do, the more data we have. I actually work in data myself. So I, I already I already love what we're doing. You nut for this stuff. He oh, is. Yeah. I'm nut for this stuff for sure. And to clarify, all of these averages are 1 out of 10. So let's just get into it. For the jump scare factor, we have a 
I think we all agreed this was not a very jump scare movie, right? The first psycho sound got me. Yeah? I was like, what is that? It was like an 80s version of the psycho soundtrack. Yeah. I loved that. That's fun. Well, the soundtrack, like you said, super high for everyone. We gave it an 87.5%. Oh, yeah, for sure. So we are really high on that. For gore, I think we all agree. We were at 6656, so 57% for Mm -hmm. the gore factor. Yeah, one of the best. Shock value, not a very shocking movie. 35% suspense, not a very suspenseful movie. 25%. Yeah. Monster slash killer appeal. We gave it a 57%. I guess the trucks looked cool. They did. The Green Goblin. The Green Goblin one was. That's you guys mo- are really, really sweet on that one. Well, it was modeled after the Green Goblin Spider-Man. Fair, fair, I don't fair. know. It's cool. Special effects, like Macias talked about, they were all right, but 57%. They weren't that's, great. That's yeah. very good for this movie. Yeah. Horniness. We had two sex scenes, yeah. but I'm going to go 25%. There was no tits shown. That's good enough. Was there a sex scene or was there post-sex? Yeah. There was post-sex Did vulva see- scene. Okay, so obviously Brett and Emilio Estevez. Got it on. Brett. Yes. Did you see the other one? Did you guys yes. catch that? Yeah, it was the couple in the like the booth. It, well, there's a few well, hold different. Hold on, I didn't. I didn't catch this. I don't. Did you see the part where the the, old the nasty restaurant man. owner and the waitress who pretty much kills herself by going out there? Yeah. She like buttons her shirt back up and he pulls his pants back I on. It was very not. subtle. Oh yeah, that was super that. subtle. It was disgusting, that's but disgusting, I was like, yeah. sex scene. Oh my god. Anyway, so that's, that's what, this horny is movier than I thought. Yeah. Well, that's what got 25% for that, Yeah, Fair. which is bold. And then scariness, we got 17%, lowest score all day, because it's not fucking scary, really. No, no it's not. Uh, for acting, oh, geez, this got 25%. That's pretty fucking Fair. high, to that's be honest. That's really Generous. high. It's fair. And I'm going to give that to Ash for the four, 40% for nice. Ash. I was being nice. For whose sake? Who knows? Amelia's. That's fine. I like him. Fair Amelia. There you go. And for Mighty plot, Ducks. For plot, <laughs> it got Mighty a uh, <laughs> plot, it got 47%. Okay. Which okay. isn't Whatever. Great. What's the average? I'll take it. Yeah, and for personal scores, we have actually kind of a weird thing going on. We have the three of the same score. What? We have a 50, 50, and 50 for myself, Scribe Sane, and Ash. Uh And Macias was very generous with a 72%. What? I like this movie. Rounding us off at a 55% for this movie. For our first movie back, we aimed for the stars, and we got a little bit uh, in between, if you will. This is kind of what happened to Stephen King. This is crazy that like three out of four of us picked the same score. This never happens. Never. I I mean, middle of the road movie. Yeah. That's the same thing I was saying. I didn't want to like go too low because I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But yeah. I thought it was like a good action movie. But then I thought about it and I was like, this actually isn't a great action movie or a horror movie. This is just a kind of a shit movie. It's another (laughs) have have it on while you have friends over movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or rewatch it while you're making food movie. Because yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter. The you details don't need to see matter. It. Yeah, you're good. And for those various other metrics I'm most excited about, we have number of kills. We uh we got to twenty kills for this movie. Fuckload of kills. Yeah. A lot of kills. Of number of sex scenes, we had two sex scenes, which is wonderful. Jump scares, we had two jump scares. Macias caught those. Mm. You're a little more yeah. sensitive than we are because everyone yeah. else said there were no you jump scares. You are really good about <laughs> jump scares. Yes. Um, for explosions, this might as well have been a Transformer movie because we had of. 10 fucking explosions. Hell, yeah. Yeah. At least. yeah, I loved it. I mean, all that budget that must have went to it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Definitely. 10 million, 1 million each explosion, possibly. Or, sorry, 9 million and then 1 million for ACBC. There you go. For number of monsters, we had everything we listed from 1,000 to infinite to a fuckload. Yeah, and a whole lot. So it's hard to say actually how many monsters there were. 
that's going to be our rating uh, today. And uh, man, all this truck talk still does not want me to be a trucker. Like, it does no. not make no. me want to be a trucker. doesn't really glorify it. No. no. Well, it's great there wasn't no. any tr- a a lot of truckers life. in the movie. I know. Yeah, but a lot of trucks in the movie. True. But you know what? I would like to say one thing. Yeah. The movie is really appropriate, and I'm glad we picked it by like around July 4th. It's sweaty as fuck. It's about to be 4th of July. It's the middle of summer. Mm -hmm. Fucking perfect movie. I felt like those people pumping gas. I could feel like their sweat. I'm feeling it now in this fucking room. Yeah. 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 Well, I chose this week. um, So we are going to go to Ash next week. And what are you choosing, Ash? Well, my BFF, Macias, it's her birthday month, not day month, because she is getting old. She gets a whole month. So I decided to pick a movie that I know I love and I know she loves. So we are going with Scream. Yay! Nice Nice. choice. I love it. We got Wes Craven's 1996 classic of Scream. This has given us so much fodder for 20 Horror Hour as being a very introspective horror movie that talks about horror movies, which is super meta yeah. as far as most things go. I'm excited. Yeah. And plus, I've never seen it. <gasps> Are you serious? Fuck? Yeah, I've never seen this. Oh, oh my gosh. My it's my favorite horror movie in the entire world. I love it. Your favorite of it's all time? Favorite of all time. Haven't you, have you not chosen it? What's your favorite scary movie? But watch that movie. It's the easiest movie to find because it's a super common horror movie. It is probably one of the better or most common movies in the 1990s that came out for the genre. Um, I can't wait to get all those scary movie references from those, yes, those parody movies. Well, yeah. Christ. <laughs> Aside from that, me back with us next week for another episode of Horny Horror Hour. And as always, thanks for listening. Feel free to drop us a line with movie suggestions, creepy stories, or just to say hi. You can contact us at hornyhorror at gmail.com, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at Horny Horror Hour, and listen to us at any platform that offers fun for the family podcast. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for being horny with us, y'all. Have a creepy weekend and uh, stay horny. <laughs>